0: She loves Chanel CC, designer belt Gigi, house full of models Gigi, how many bottles plenty, how many hating? many? Run it up, 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 run up a check, chillin' with hoes, I'm smashing a friend and I'm smashing the next.
1: she said she love it, I do it the best.
2: Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Kiss and Tell. This is your girl, Moneybags, and I have my co-host here with me today. Hey,
0: y'all. You know who it is. It's Miss Ashley McCall.
1: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Your Majesty, a.k.a. JC. What's going on?
0: And we have a special guest in the
2: building with us today. Um, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Feel free to plug any social media handle that you have going on, websites, um, if you have merchandise, anything.
3: All right, my name is Brian Craig. Re- originally from Brooklyn, New York. Currently reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my beautiful wife. We have a blended family of five kids. Um, our, uh, our 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 Instagram is at exploretantra.com. Just so you can find us there, and our website is explore. Tant- I mean, at exploretantra. Our website is exploretantra.com. So, uh, so you can find us
2: nice thank you all right so what we do is start off with the sex position of the day so today we have the sidekick so it says if you want to make the sidekick position the woman must be lying on her stomach and she must put one of her legs slightly to the to one side and then the man kneels with one leg while supporting himself on the woman's back so she's basically on her stomach but one leg is like bent up word if y'all can see that okay
3: just think
1: can y'all picture that
2: or that yeah <laughs> i'm trying to quiet
1: <laughs> i'm really trying to imagine like, this so is it kind of like missionary for the most part like with her leg up in between she, his she's on,
2: her, she's on her stomach so oh okay behind her but she got like one leg kind of bent and up towards her torso while she's on her stomach And then he has, he's on one knee bent while the other knee is like between her leg, but he's in.
1: Oh, Oh. got you. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean. Mm -hmm. It's
1: in like a position to get pregnant in.
2: (laughs) Any position? You crazy. (laughs) I I didn't get pregnant in that position. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Little soldiers be swimming free.
2: you a mess (laughs) um brian i hope you're ready for this crazy podcast oh i'm
1: ready i'm here
2: (laughs) it gets crazy okay um so we'd like to kick it off with an icebreaker game and today icebreaker game i have a car game here that i'm just going to throw out some questions and we're going to see what your thoughts would be um okay let's see Mm -hmm. um Well, now that I know that you're married, it's different. Let's see. Okay, this is a big one. What is your opinion on threesomes in a committed relationship?
3: Um, are questions for me? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, my opinion is that every person and every couple decide what's the best relationship structure for their marriage. I don't think anyone should tell anyone how to You know how to conduct conduct themselves, you know, in their home and their relationships. So, um, your threesomes—if it works for them, it works. You know, so I uh, try not to judge anyone. I want people to be able to be open to explore whatever it is they feel uh, is going to take their relationship to the next level. I believe that couples should have a solid foundation before they venture out to explore. Because if you're not secure, then you know you, some things may come up. Like, dang, you're hitting a little better than you was hitting me. You know, and it's like you want to have some <laughs> understanding. It's best to go into it with agreements. Uh, on the, that, we'll do this. We won't do that. We'll do this. We won't do that. So there's no misunderstanding on the back end. So that's my. Uh, I like thinking. that.
2: Yeah, that makes.
0: sense. <laughs> you yeah.
3: yeah. made the face, Ashley?
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I solely agree that it should be whatever works for you and your significant other. Right. But I also am, it's like you're opening up Pandora's box mm. because as much as we can agree that, hey, you know, you will to do A, B, C, D with somebody. You never know what you're going to do when you're in the mood, when you're in that moment. Um, and then two, how do you keep the other party from backdooring you? So it's a lot of times where a lot of people, they want to blame it on the man. Oh, you know, like he'll go behind me and he'll have sex with the person that we brought into our relationship. But here lately, I've been hearing the women have been going behind the men's back and, you know, like getting with their their girlfriend or the significant other. So it's kind of like, you never really know. So I really feel like if you're not, if you're not secure in yourself and your relationship, that's a pinnacle okay. that you definitely don't want to open. I totally agree with that. <laughs> okay. I totally agree with that. I
1: honestly agree with all the above. I think um the I think the idea of traditional marriage works for some, but it doesn't work for all. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the biggest reasons why the divorce rate has gone up so so much. Because as you can see, there's so much more freedom um in this day and age, and so much so many other kinks, and right. you know, it, a lot of people are sexually fluid, and you know, like things just happen. So I think that with that. Comes discussion as everybody stated, you know what I'm saying? Just do the shit right.
0: Mm. I agree.
1: I I
2: agree. agree. Okay, so what about this next question? How would you feel if your significant other stayed in contact with their next? Because I know there's like, there's some people who be like, well, we still just friends. I'm friends with all my exes and things like that. Do you feel a certain way or would you feel a certain way?
1: i would oh go ahead oh i'm sorry go ahead you can go first i was gonna say um friends with exes i never really had an issue with that just because my whole thing is i'm securing who i am and i feel like if you're gonna step out you're gonna step out regardless um so you was never mine to begin with so Mm. i don't have an issue with that i think it just i think there has to be boundaries There could be no late night phone calls. There could be no secret link-ups and shit like that. I think there definitely has to be boundaries. I'm cool with, like I said, you being friends with whomever, but just boundaries have to be set.
3: That's a perfect answer. Like,
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. I second that. Just have
3: agreements around it again. Yeah. Uh, we can talk, but can't hang out, no dinner dates, you know, things like that.
0: I agree. Some people are better off friends versus um partners anyway. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I you wouldn't want to lose a good friend just because you couldn't be in a relationship and then you would you would have to also make sure that your significant other is comfortable with the relationship that you have with that particular person as well.
2: Yeah. Right, cuz it could get messy like he um your majesty was saying like if y'all don't have that transparency around it and then it's like they're sneaking around doing stuff and you already have trust issues, So it's like, okay, now that I'm finding out something about you still hanging with an ex, but you never mentioned that to me, then it's like, I will feel certain type of way. But
0: yeah. well, you know, my motto, anything you want to do in front of me is cheating. So if you want to talk to them and not make me knowledgeable of it, that's cheating. If you want to go on a dinner date with them and I don't know, that's cheating. So if you look at them and I don't know, you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. I said what I said when y'all listen to this on the playback. I said what I said.
2: well y'all
3: better keep y'all shades. On. How about the star? What if you have thoughts about it? That's cheating too.
0: <laughs> if you ain't told me them thoughts, yes,
3: because
0: <laughs> I'm probably I'm I'm really understanding. Like I I like I mean my high school sweetheart. Um, God rest his soul but we were friends from the time that we met each other until the time that he passed and we've never had issues with anybody that we have dated we've never had any like his kids mom still communicates with me to this day you know like my ex-husband didn't have an issue with him we've all been in the same facility like you know establishment but that's because we've always had that open communication with whoever we talk to to let them know hey we didn't make it but we're still really really good friends. So, yeah. I think communication is key when it comes to bringing in anybody of the opposite sex. Yeah. Okay. Or same sex, whatever.
2: No, that one. Okay. So, the next one is it important for you to know the number of the sexual partners your significant other has had? Nope. All right. I'm I want to know you're a Mm -hmm. i think that is so annoying when dudes add something like that at this grown age it's ridiculous
3: yes a meme that said how does it make sense for you to say if she had 50 partners that her thing is loose but what if she had a partner she has sex with 50 times (laughs) (laughs)
0: and (laughs) And i mean like most times when you're in a like I, i mean i ain't trying to be funny but most times when i'm in a relationship it is very frequent sometimes it's multiple times a day so because I've slept with so-and-so amount of people is any different like no right. But I don't think it's why do I need to know how many girls you slept with like I don't care I, I, don't, I don't care don't.
2: <laughs> men be weird it's men asking that question it's no funny. I know women that ask that question like
0: really? I, yeah I know women that ask the same I question never. Mm-mm. yeah I yeah. don't
1: think the number matters um at all I think the only thing that I would think That would matter to me is if you still hang around that person. I think that's something I would want to know about. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if it was a friend, something happened, and your friend all in my face, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. That. Right. that would probably be the only thing that I want to know. But other than that, I'm good.
2: That makes sense. Like, you got me around somebody that you like. Yeah, that you <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Or, uh, or did. <laughs> True. Okay, let's see. Uh, Could you be happy in a relationship if the sex was horrible? Explain your answer.
0: Yeah, explain.
3: sign language to
0: you. No. (laughs) Because that's a, I mean, regardless, the person can have every component that you want, but if they don't have that component, then that's going to be a reason that you step out. Like that's a major component. You know like in my and for me it's a major component because it's like i want to be satisfied if i'm not satisfied then that's a problem right but i do feel like it's something that couples can work towards together if both parties are willing so if it's something that you like that your partner doesn't do your partner has to be willing to um, listen to you and take guidance from you to go there but in today's society, a lot of people don't want to take guidance because they feel like they know everything. Like, no, I'm that nigga in bed or no, I'm that bitch. in bed. You might be to the next bitch, but to me, you're not. So I need you to adapt to what my body likes. So I, I'm going to adapt to what your body likes.
2: Exactly. You got to be able to easily be able to, uh, I can't Switch get it right out, but yeah, like it to that person's needs and stuff at that time because everybody's different.
1: Yeah. Um, can I throw some? Can I th- um add some to that question? Yeah. Okay. So, like, let's say for instance, you're in a relationship. The sex is bad. What if they're open to you having like a fuck buddy, and they just sit in the corner and watch? Oh, if so- that's what they
0: choose. <laughs> I mean, that's what they. I mean, if that's what they choose, like mm, that's
3: the cuckolding, right? That's
1: that's cuckold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. He can, can't know, really please her. Cause some dudes just don't have good sex game and they know it, but they provide everything else. If, and some of those guys I know, like they're fine with their wives being pleased with some by somebody else as long as they're in the room. Wow,
2: I mean, I want to be wise, <laughs> I,
1: like yeah.
0: on my bucket list. <laughs> I think it's, it's not even that it's like a you no; know? it's more so for me. Like, if I'm gonna be in a relationship with you, then I want that connection because I'm a connections person. I'm like. And I I need to have that with you. And if I don't have that sexual connection with you, Mm -hmm. the ultimate, I don't care. You could be a multimillionaire. If I do not have that connection with you, your money means shit to me. Like we can be great friends, but as far as an emotional partner, no. And I feel like a relationship, you're an emotional partner. I just can't.
3: what if there is a connection, but for reasons, maybe size, like you need someone else to come you know, uh, uh, that is I could
0: never get in a relationship with anyone whose size wasn't up to par. Okay, I get you. Because of that reason, because it does matter. Like, it does. Not how Not you say size? It's how you, the motion with it. So like, if you don't have that particular patch, because you can be small and still, you know, like have good motion and I'll be okay. But right. I, I, no, I just can't. Sex really matters to me. It's hey. like right under, so <laughs> for me, it's like right under finances. Like real close, you see how close I am? <laughs> all the way up there
2: yeah it's like like, They really
0: are conjoined together so it's like if you don't mm -mm,
3: so mon you said that's on your bucket list what's on your bucket list
2: to be watched during um while having sex
3: okay by the partner
1: i'm
2: surprised you haven't done it because i want to go to like a sex club or like a sex party and do it yeah yeah
1: you gonna wear a mask
2: Mm mm-hmm of course
1: you know, any people not knowing
2: who I am and stuff—that's too much. But yeah, I know them tattoos though. Oh! <laughs> <it>. <laughs> wow. Now I'm have to wear some kind of fitness, right? Well,
3: oh, <laughs> no, my thing is if they're in there too, then both of y'all be like, "Okay, we good, yeah, right? okay. exactly." Exactly. So y'all in the same, <laughs> so same place? Like,
2: what well,
3: hell? You were here too? Yeah, you were here too, so.
2: <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So let's jump into today's topic of tantric sex. So let's start it off. First of all, with the question of what is tantric? What is a tantra practitioner?
3: Wow. Um, People hear tantra, they automatically think sex, you know, and that's really not what tantra is. Tantra is a holistic healing modality. Um, And it's really about healing the body healing your energetic body so you can experience pleasure, you know, whether it be sexual, be emotional, um, physical pleasure, you know, that's really what Tantra is. What happened was with Tantra is that it was brought over to the West and uh, colonizers kind of took off, took the sex out, and all that stuff that supposedly felt good. And didn't really dig into the lineage and what really made it really spiritual. You know, it's not, it's not a religion, but it's still a spiritual practice. It's like a yoga, you know? Yeah. So as a tantra practitioner, I am a certified a certified practitioner with the Institute of Authentic Tantra Education, which is the only government accredited school of tantra in the world. Um, the reason why that is, is because we dig in deeper than just the sex. We really don't be really focused a lot on the sex. We focus on pleasure and orgasms, but as far as sexual positions and all that stuff, like you can get that, you know? But what's the point of being there and having, you know, swinging from the chandeliers when you're broken and traumatized you know Mm -hmm. so what we do is we get we work on that so that everything is free like i believe a blockage anywhere is a blockage everywhere Mm -hmm. so when you start to clear those blockages like shit everything it starts to look better and feel better and the sex gets better and the orgasms become better and have better erections and longer erections and you know all of that good stuff so that's a long answer, I think, but...
2: You <laughs> know, that was good, because I am you're also um, a sexologist, too, though,
3: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So what are... Like, what's the... So when you're a sexologist, are you working with different people with, like, trouble of... I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It, it kind of overlaps a little bit, but being a sexologist, we um, know the anatomy and break down the... um how the nervous system works in creating pleasure or creating blockages. So we work a lot with nervous system. And so how, how it wires to the genitals and what parts do what and how many orgasms, like most men and women don't know, they can achieve like up to 14 plus orgasms. And so, you know, we normally maybe two or three. And so when you start to, to you know that you can teach that it's possible, you know? And so people don't, they don't know that. So they just rely on maybe clitoral orgasms or maybe G-spot orgasm, maybe a vaginal orgasm, but there's several vaginal orgasms. There's anterior fornix and a posterior fornix. There's a cervical orgasm, you know? There's so many orgasms you can experience. So once you know that, then you're like, ah, it kind of opens up your world. So being a sexologist allows, gives people one, an image of what's going on in your body um and most women don't even know what their clitoris looks like they have literally no idea what it looks like Uh they think it's just the glands of the clitoris but the clitoris is an entire structure with legs and bulbs that circle that go over the entire vaginal canal so when you can teach someone that it's like oh okay so this can be pleased i can massage my clitoral bulbs and have a whole different experience than i can if someone's just playing a dj booth for my you know like (laughs) It's not a DJ booth, like you know, stop doing that to the glands, you know, it needs to warm up. It needs to be Mm. able to be, you know, engorged. Most women are, you know, it takes 20 to 45 minutes to be ready for penetration. Most men are done in five to seven. So how do we bridge that gap? So that's what being a sexologist does is teach us how to bridge that gap.
2: I think we're going to start with that question right there. How do we bridge?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a very, very good question. Um, again, one is is by understanding the anatomy of a yoni owner. We call it yoni, we call it vagina yoni, which means uh, sacred space. Typically, what it means, but typically encompasses the whole the genitals. The outside of the the the, the genitals is the is the uh, vulva, and then internal is the, that the vagina. So we say vagina. Think it's like everything you see now. That's the vulva. So being able to understand, the, you know, the anatomy of of a of a yoni owner or a woman, you can start to stimulate her, stimulate the, her body so that it starts becoming gorged. We most. People, most men, they do a little moisture test, and once they feel she's moist, and then they ram it in, and that's why most of the time a woman's um, the introitus or the entrance to the area uh, of vagina is really traumatized because it's typically entered before it's ready. But most women go for it, you know. One thing that Ashley Nicole said earlier, which I love, is like, "Hey, get to know me and know my body, because yeah. every woman's body, every yoni's body, is different." We have a picture we show; it's the wall of yoni. They took it over. Think in Europe, it took cast. Of women's vulvas and lips and everything else, and they said every you know vulva is as unique as a woman's face. So how are you going to approach one woman and say, well, "I know what, what pleases you"? How the hell do you know what pleases me? Right. Did you ask? Do you know? Mm. We've this conversation. Mm-hmm. So you know that right there helps to let a woman's guards down because when her guards are up and she's going to a sexual situation, she's like. Ooh, is he gonna please me? Or oh, he's gonna bang it out again. Oh, here's two minutes. You know, you can't go on being pleased. So, if, if a, a, a man understands how uh, a yoni, how a vagina works, and how to bring her more than just a typical orgasm and try to just rub out her clit, her clitoral glands, then, you know, that helps to get her moist already before even doing anything physical. And then you can start massaging and doing different things to help warm it up. And then we have connection practices we teach to help people to connect. you like, you know, Ashley Nicole said, look, if we can't connect emotionally, if we can't connect, I don't even want it. Right. So most, you know, people, they want to jump in and just dive in. So let's connect. Let's eye gaze. Let's breathe together. Can we breathe together? If we can't do that, then you shouldn't even be Connected with them because mm-hmm. they have no connection with you. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry for getting long mm-hmm. with I just get passionate about it. Oh, <laughs> that was good.
2: Look, the people need to hear this. Um, <laughs> we are the people.
3: <laughs> I said we are people, huh?
2: <laughs> I was going to ask. So, like, how would you say? Uh, let's do like a scenario case, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, in order to start that conversation, so we do. I feel like in the black community. um we aren't as expressive when it comes to sex and having those conversations with uh, uh, somebody that we're having sex with, right? Yeah. That usually doesn't come until you like get serious with somebody or something. You might get ballsy enough to like, okay, well, um, I actually like it this way and whatnot and whatnot. Otherwise, you're just getting straight to the point. So, like, how would you think? How would you say that conversation should actually go? And at what point would you like? Are you doing that in the bedroom? Are you doing that before y'all even get to the bedroom?
3: Hell yeah, way before you get to bed. And so somebody asked you, is this rated PG or rated R? Or rated rated X? R. Rated R. X, R. <laughs> right. X, right. X, X. I like to, <laughs> like to ask first. Like, We're done fucking through life, right? We fuck through everything, especially young young. We just sit there and deal with it and just fuck through it. So to ask you a question as far as when to have this conversation, as soon as possible. Mm. Society has really fucked up relationships, especially with, sure, religious um um you know upbringings so they teach you you know you meet someone you may court for a little while then you get married then you're moving together and then you have sex and then you know Mm -hmm. and it's like okay then what if the living together and having sex is not not good you know so we need to reverse that we need to first of all become friends do i even like you do i like being around you can we have a conversation? You know, let's start there. Then I believe the next step should be, you know, once you become friends, I need to see if we're even sexually compatible. Are we sexually compatible? If not, why are we doing this? Why are we here? So sexual compatibility is important. Fuck that 90 day rule. That's bullshit. There, there are no rules. My wife and I, we had sex the next second day after we met and we were married eight years you know and you know we're connected it's about the connection is there a connection okay then you feel something if you want to really see if this is what you want there's nothing wrong with having sex to see if this person's compatible with you after that there needs to be some kind of cohabitation can we live together can we uh be in each other's presence for a long period of time let's say you have to move in completely but let me go hang out with you for a weekend. Come on, me for a weekend. Maybe go away for a week. You know what I'm right. saying? Some kind of cohabitation to see if we're together. If all those things line up, okay. Now let's commit. You know what I mean? Don't commit before you, if you if you realize or find out if this person is even compatible with you. You know, so, um, so I don't think I got the main question. i was just rolling with that, but, um, but yeah.
1: Okay, I got a quick question. Um, sure. So as Moneybags was saying, like in the, I know most so in the Black community, like everybody's so afraid to like talk about sex and talk about like their downfalls. Do you, is, are your clients more so women or do you find yourself like talking to a lot of couples or men or?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. My specialty is men. I, okay. lo- I, I love teaching men because men have a lot of issues. Yes. A lot of men are fucked up women they're getting it together they are seeking they have their circles they're researching you know women have always been, you know females have always been at more advanced you know or mm-hmm. and the same thing here as we enter a new age and people start to be more free usually it's the women that's a lot more open and free and want to explore and ready to heal and all of that and the men is like yo man i beat it up but it's the it fucking wrestling match What do you mean you, beat it up? <laughs> you, made her, you made her you made her tap out isn't that a wrestling term Sorry. but she did she hit the mattress three times what do you mean you made her tap out <laughs> but like, um, how, about, <laughs> yeah, how about making her tap in yeah Now she may want it beat up here every now and then but that <laughs> that, that be a conversation mm. not how much you can hurt her this is not a fucking competition right so you know so as far as so men yeah we need a lot more help so so I, we men single women and couples, like couples, my wife and I, we teach together, couples is our, is our thing. We love teaching mm-hmm. couples. It's a challenge sometimes teaching couples because a lot of times um, it's usually one that wants something more than the other. And a lot of times when one person evolves and the other one doesn't, the relationship kind of struggles a little bit. You know what I mean? So I like people to get this before they even get into a committed relationship. So when they go with, when they are ready to do that, they know what they're looking for. They're like, ah, oh, like I tell everyone, I want you to sit there and breathe. To sit there and, and, and yab yum. You know what yab yum did? And you've seen the pictures where the man sitting right in front of the, the woman sitting in front of the man, like on his lap. And, you know, like just looking, mm-hmm. your eye gazing. Can you do that with me for 21 breaths? Can mm-hmm. you do that? Can mm-hmm. you sit there for 21 breaths? That's all.
2: Mm-hmm. If you
3: can't do that, then don't even bring them into your experience. Because mm-hmm. they're not present with themselves. And they sure as hell are not going to be present with you. Wow. You know what I mean? So that should be right there how do you test it if this is going to work can mm-hmm. you breathe with me let's connect energetically mm. before you even touch me mm. if you can't do that then only they do that so uh, i don't know if i answer your question man no that was good that was a good yeah, i'm
2: about to be out here like let's connect first right
3: <laughs> no absolutely absolutely so this conversation y'all talking about like what conversation do you have i like to connect my partners first i like to do some kind of meditation again i want to see where you, where you are where you know where we are, because the eyes are the what? The windows to the soul, right? If they right. can't eye gaze with you, what, what's going on with you? Right. What's you hiding? Why don't you want mm-hmm. to connect here? They just want to go in, barely want to kiss you. They'll go down on you before they kiss you, and then they're ready to bang it out and say, wow. oh, I'm ready to tap out and go home, you know? Mm-hmm. they it's That's over. Days of that shit. Yeah. Mm. We ain't doing that out
2: here, not 2022. No, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what would you say are some, like, tantra healing blockers for that sexual connection and just having great sex. Yeah for men, it's a, for, for men first and then for women.
3: For men, it's kind of what you guys mentioned earlier. It's the ego. You know, men don't want to be talking Ashley Nicole said that. Um right. I, I said it right. Ashley Nicole yeah don't want to uh communicate and express what's going on. So it's like I got this I can I can do this. I know what to do. And like you said, right. how how do you know what to do? So the blocks is the blocks are typically for for men. It's not listening or having. I'll say this: not having the tools to communicate. Because I like to get tools. I like tools, not rules. I like to get people, you know, a toolbox that they can use to pull out um, when they need it. So for men, I believe it's, it's ego, it's bravado, it's not having resources, not having places to go where you can even have these conversations. Because where you go tell somebody, a hey, Hey, recently, I've been having problems kind of getting it up. You know, where do you go talk about that? You know, where do you go to the barber shop and say that shit? That ain't gonna happen. Right. You know, you know, you tell your boys. Even though know, most men probably are in that in a circle, probably dealing with that, but they they don't want to talk about it. So having um, a safe place to even communicate what's what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. um, for women, I believe that um, they are catering to the male ego. They don't want to hurt his feelings Mm. and say, hey, I'm not pleased. Mm. This didn't feel good. This hurt. You know, this um, wasn't pleasurable for me. You were too rough. You know, those are things that most women are afraid to share. So then, and then men, it's a porn culture. I'm not saying anything's wrong with porn, but most men think porn is sex education. And it's not. It's Exactly. I know porn stars and I've seen when they get going, it's action, stop, Mm. action, cut, action, cut. It's so many different, it's not what you see. Mm. And so you have, like I said, men stroking it and spitting on it and slapping ass. Like I said, there's nothing wrong if that's what you want to incorporate, but that's Mm. not what it means to connect. If you notice most sex and most porn, what position are they in? They're in doggy style. They don't even want to connect an eye gaze with you. Missionary can be a very intimate and connected uh, uh, position. You know what I mean, and really, really can, because when you can connect here, then oh my gosh, you connect to her heart, right? Then your heart's connected to the to the yoni, to the vagina, and then you have that. I'm, like I said, not saying it doesn't, but but goodness, like open up. So those are the blockages from that I feel like for for women. They're it's hard out here for, for women, it, I, for women. It, it really is, is.
1: it's hard. It is. I saw
3: a post today <laughs> yesterday I showed my wife and I'm gonna let know the next question. The post it was on Facebook and it was a news said, J-Lo is showing off her famous curves on a date night with Ben Affleck. I'm like, oh, let me see what things she's showing off. She's in a long sleeved sweater dress. Like, damn, she can't walk down the street in her body <laughs> yeah. without it being like, she's showing right. off her.
2: Right, that's right. crazy.
3: You see, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot for both. So it takes a lot of healing. So what blockages are really are traumas. The ego shit is trauma. Women not being able to communicate what's going on is trauma. Typically a blockage in your throat chakra where they can't even express what's going on, you know, for one reason or another. So, But it's not one size fits all. Everyone has something that, I believe all of us have some kind of trauma and it's just being able to heal from that so we can have better sex lives.
2: Mm, that was great.
3: Mm, we have another, great.
2: <laughs> another good one to follow up after that. Um, so can Tantra heal men with pre-ejaculation or erectile dysfunction?
3: Hell yeah. I do it all day, every day. Oh. So um, see where to start with that. Yeah. It, Wow, this is such a a deep subject. So (laughs) I talked about our nervous system, right? Um, Our autonomic nervous system is here to protect us. We are either in um, rest and digest, which is, you know, like we're we're chilling, we're cool, or we're in fight or flight. And typically what happens is because of what's going on in the world, what we see as black men mostly happening, you know, we walk around almost traumatized just every day, just trying to walk through the streets to make sure we get home, you know, Mm -hmm. our, our, the women are hoping that we can get home. So that's just start. That's just start there. So what happens is the way our nervous system is set up, our nervous system is that there's actually a signal that's sent from our brain, when we're in flight or fight that tells our, our penis to not get an erection. It's not only passive, it says, do not get an erection because imagine, you know, fight or flight, what happens if you're in danger, you know, you need to uh, run fast, a car, a car falls on your child. And you see a woman, 110 pound woman can lift the car up with the adrenaline. So right. the adrenaline start to pump out adre- adrenaline. Um, your, your blood rushes to your legs. You know, your heart starts beating fast. Your pupils dilate, you know, you're ready to just go. And there's a signal that's sent to the, the, the back of the, the the penis that says "Do not get an erection." That's the command, and then we're we're wondering why there's a problem with ED. We walk around traumatized, so that mm-hmm. just starts there. Not talking about the anxiety because it's, it's a cycle. Then that happens, you have more anxiety, and then you know you have more more in your fight or flight mode, and you know it just, just gets repetitive, and so that's one thing. And then there's trauma a lot of trauma that's, that's going on in our bodies and until we heal those traumas we can't freely flow remember blockage anywhere is a blockage everywhere so you have that trauma going on can't really get it so we help people we give people tools to, to relax their nervous system to you know we have a breath called ocean breath that helps people to just relax it stimulates the vagus nerve the vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve that runs from the back of your brain all the like, way down to your body to your organs down to your, your sexual organs and when that's mm-hmm. stimulated it allows people to be relaxed allows the body to Relax. Meditation, you know, we we believe we uh, follow four pillars meditation, movement, connection, and pleasure. So, meditation allows a person to be present in your body. You know, Um, movement, movement helps break up what's going on in the body. So, we have movement practices, connection practices like breathing meditation you know and then pleasure we teach people how to connect with themselves first because if you don't know how to please yourself there's no way anyone else is going to know how to please you you got to know how to expand your orgasm so we teach people practices to expand their orgasm where the orgasm is just it's one thing you just come you just nut that's it it's like no how do i experience my orgasm like this instead of like this
2: so. yes okay so to follow up with that um what do you feel? So do you feel like uh you can over masturbate as a guy and then as a woman? Like, I know that for women, like they make the joke of like you'll see some memes out there, like, oh my god, you using that vibrator, yo, click on fall off type of thing, or you're uh desensitizing it. Is that really a thing?
3: Well, I don't know about that. The school of thought on that is like some people feel it does, and people feel it doesn't. I don't believe there's over masturbating. I don't. I like to use the word self pleasure because masturbate mas, masturbate literally means to defile oneself. Not to say you can't say masturbate ever, but that's typically what the definition of that word is. So self pleasure is like this is my time to connect with myself. I do believe men can over ejaculate, so that's why I teach uh, semen retention and how to separate their orgasm mm. from their ejaculation, so they can have multiple orgasms without ejaculating. You know because when you um, ejaculate so much, you literally are spilling life force energy. That's why when after a man, as we say, he comes, he nuts, he curls up in the fetal position, thumb (laughs) in the mouth, and he goes to sleep because he's just depleted. And then you wonder why he can't go again. But when you separate those two functions, which are two separate functions, you know, then the refractory period is so much smaller, if any. So that's how we're able to keep up with a woman's 20 to 40 minutes. It's like, okay, even though I may have in orgasm and not ejaculate it one or two minutes, I'm ready to go again. You know yeah. what I mean? So um so yeah, wanted to answer your question.
2: So is that like um edging is no edging help with
3: okay. it's not edging. Edging is I don't think I have a good word for it. Torture. Um it's <laughs> it's getting there. It's like going up you know, a roller coaster, yeah. and then just stopping, and, and then going back down. Fuck it, we want to go over the roller coaster, and feel the ex- exhilaration of orgasm. So most men, when they think semen retention, they think edging, and that's what they do practice. Edging. I'm like, get hand and come back. Get them, and come back. And there's nothing wrong if you're trying to maintain your your erection and you do that. But what we teach is that you want to be able to have a full orgasm, full clim- climatic climatic orgasm, and not ejaculate. There are ways you can do that. There are manual holes to do that. And eventually you can do that just by, you know, by thinking it and you can have the full orgasm and not have an ejaculation. It's it's possible that I've achieved that, you know, so it's, it, it, it it's, it's so possible. So it's not edging at all. Edging is not fun. You know,
2: right, I tried that before. I was like, what the hell is this? Like I'm ready to listen. <laughs> <laughs> your majesty have you um had like multiple you think you had multiple
1: orgasms before i've definitely done edging i'm not a big fan um i've had multiple orgasms however i've never not orgasm and not ejaculated
3: yeah i get it most most haven't and multiple orgasms i want to speak on that because Ultimately, that's a goal to have those climatic orgasms. But the fact that you even had multiple orgasms before you got there, Mm -hmm. it's so important. And I try to teach men that like, don't rely on that climax to say this is when sex is over or Mm -hmm. when this is the goal. And that's typically what everyone's waiting on. And the thing is, is what's hard for men that are practicing this, is a lot of women, they feel kind of pissed off that he didn't orgasm or didn't not. Like, give me that nut. you know like oh I didn't make you nuts so I failed you know and it's like no I'm retaining this so that I can give you more you know so as you said multiple orgasms yeah there's so many we can have you know full body orgasms or ripples and shivers or heartgasms or you know there's anal orgasms there's prostate orgasms there's blended orgasms there's so many orgasms that can be experienced that you don't have to you know just pump, 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 oh, climax, okay, it's over. No, if I'm experiencing these pieces of orgasms, kind of like a yoni or a woman does, then I may say, you know what, I'm good. I don't really need to have this climatic orgasm because I'm good, are you good? Great, cool, let's talk, let's do something else. And then when we're ready, we can go again like that. You Mm. know what I mean? We need to stop looking at sex as this, that finish line. Mm. It's not that. Sex, you can be able to go on for days if you want to. You know what I mean? So... You know you may decide to get up do something and we're still sexual and maybe get a bite to eat and then come back and still be at it and then do something else and maybe cuddle and maybe give a little massage and go at it. That's what sex should be just kind of this this uh, a journey yeah. you know the pleasure in the journey. Mm. Not just trying to get to the destination as fast as you can. Right? Mm. We got to cut that out.
2: Gotta elongate that thing. Thank Yay. you.
1: That's it. Oh God, okay,
2: okay. <laughs> y'all got anything good before i'm taking over the whole thing? oh no because
1: he's just he's dropping some gems uh, i'm yeah. just listening i'm just taking it all it, in i so many questions
3: ask nicole it quiet.
0: All right, you <laughs> i'm trying to take it any-
2: <laughs> um so what would you say about like uh what are the best four plays for men like for women to do to a guy to actually get him there or like have that ease into the connection and then elongate the process for the foreplay for a guy
3: Mm, man most that's a good question but most men as far as foreplay you know you put something wet on it and he's ready to go you know what i mean but to connect you want to have true connection again i believe eye gazing is a great connection practice i believe giving uh, sensual massage that has nothing to do with maybe not even massaging the genitals, just a sensual massage, just touch. You know, we're a practice that's called conscious sensual awareness practice where literally you connect with your partner and you, you know, you can use all the five senses, you use your touch, you use sight. and When you use a sight, you're giving your partner appreciations for their Body and their curves and and everything else and their face and their lips and their eyes and mm-hmm. you know then you use the sense of smell you just start from your feet and you smell the different senses of the skin different how does the thigh smell differently than you know the back and just literally taking it all in you know and then tasting how do you taste from the from your toes all the way up like those are practices that can have you just like oh my gosh just mm-hmm. so connected before you even get into engaging in foreplay so. Um. So, so yeah.
2: <laughs> That's good. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. over some information out there. <laughs> Shut up, <Okay>. Aspergo. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. listen yeah. Um, you have something? You might. You look like you' about to ask.
1: Oh no, I'm trying you. to think of something. But oh. <laughs> honestly, your questions are really good. Like. I mean, I feel like I'm, like I am just, I'm in school. I'm taking notes. <laughs> really good questions. I have some good stuff good
2: stuff. Um, yeah, I'm dying. I'm dialing it back because I have some off the wall stuff. I, I thought, it, listen, go
3: there, go there, go That's for okay. it. Let's like, do it. Let's talk about it. Was, it's
2: I all it too. Like I, I read that. All
3: no, time. no, let's do it.
2: I Um, like I wanted to hit on like. uh Kinks and sex yeah. play and things like that, bondage, yeah. BDSM stuff like that. Yeah, like, is it something that's discussed within your world. Or? Yeah,
3: absolutely. And it can be it, it can be healing, you know. But we just have to be careful sometimes with kink because sometimes it's a lot of people use it to hide their trauma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so kink is is great. It's good to experience. You know, sometimes people do want to experience some type of pain or or domination or you know, and all of that, and that's, you can incorporate that, but again, it comes back down to connection, right? Once you heal your shit, once you are, you know, you've, you're working on yourself and you've cleared the blockages, hell yeah, like engage in that, engage in all that kink and BDSM. My wife and I um, used to have a tree, haven't had one since before the pandemic, but um, we had someone demonstrate just kind of just the sensual side of BDSM and how it looks and feel and how they connect. With with you know with the partner and still incorporating you know pain play and spanking and you know nipple play and you know and all of that and it's like oh my gosh it can be so like erotic and orgasmic but that's all again that's all tantra tantra is is energy it's moving energy like I said it's just as long as the person they aren't using it as a way to keep feeding the traumas they have you know what I mean so once you heal yeah, bring all that shit in, you know, bring all the toys in. That's why I talked about being open and, you know, threesomes. And it's all about experiences. As long as that there's agreements um, and it's not for everyone, that's the thing. And if you don't have that trust, if you don't, because even with BDSM and King, you got to have that trust, you know? Um, and my wife, she's not into King. She's not into like and She's like, I said, she's our safe word be just stop, leave me alone. That's her safe word. <laughs> you know, just stop. I'm like, no, you know, yeah. like a safe word. I'm like pineapple. should know, just stop. <laughs> you know? So um, but yeah, so yeah, bring it's it's supposed to be fun. Like this is uh like doing the work so we can have a lifetime of like just playing in the playground. You know, you can't play in the playground with a broken leg, right? Like, you can't really go down the slide. You can't climb the monkey bar. You can't do all that if you got a broken leg. So, let's heal. Let's heal that. And then we can just go play. Mm. So, that's what Tantra is it's healing that so we can explore this fucking world. This is an orgasmic world. I want to feel what it's like to feel, to, to, to have an orgasmic life, you yeah. know, not just in the bedroom, not just when you make me come. My whole fucking life is orgasmic. So, mm.
1: so yeah, it's a good question. I like that. Orgasmic life. We might change the title. That of- part. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a question. So what so, does... So um, if any of our listeners want to reach out, talk to you, have an actual session, what does... Uh, does every session look the same? Or do you pretty much have like a pre-consultation with each and every one of them? Or how does that kind of go?
3: Yeah, so we do have what's called an um, a intake, you know, where we actually have questions that we ask that's digging into a little bit to the history sexual history relationship history parental history um you know how we were growing up relationship with your mother your father still alive your siblings because all that comes into play you know mm. um, once we do the intake then we do customize the session for each person every individual is different mm. so even though we have the same tools um we we give them to different people depending on what they're needing like we have a couple we're coaching now and we do we have a blended session we do some that were are individual and some are couple sessions mm-hmm. thing with tantra tantra is something that even though it's it's great with a couple but it's really about a self-healing you know so even when we do couples we do individual intakes that's confidential that we don't share with the other person what that person shared in their consultation, whether it be infidelity, whatever. We don't share that. Mm-hmm. We give them an the opportunity to safe space to heal, because you mm-hmm. can't heal where you're not safe. Period. If you're in a relationship, if you're in an environment that's not safe, you are not going to heal. So we provide that safe environment, and then we'll talk about what's going on with you and how we can help get you, you know, get you healed and get your traumas dealt with, and sometimes you may need a therapist. We may recommend a therapist because something, we're not therapists. Mm -hmm. You know, know. we're trauma informed so we know what's going on, but if something deep's coming up and some serious abuse and all of that, like you probably need to see a therapist about that, you know, but um, if it's something you've done some work on you just kind of need to help navigating, then yeah, we can definitely help give you tools to help heal that trauma. That was a good
2: point you brought up because then I was like, okay, so
3: are they also therapists? So it's like.
2: Yeah. That. So at that point, would you like, um, you know, recommend, recommend them to go see a therapist and then come back or like, are you doing kind of work
3: simultaneously? So right. we tell them to go to a somatic therapist A somatic therapist works with the body understands that our issues are in our tissues, you know, everything our traumas are in our body. That's why when we meditate, we meditate with our eyes with a soft gaze open because our traumas in our body and everything we want to experience our pleasures in our bodies, our orgasms are in our bodies. Our orgasm is not out there in space anywhere. Our orgasm is right fucking here. So we want people to stay in their body. So if they see a somatic therapist, they understand what's going on in their body and why they're reacting a certain way, you know. So, and the four pillars that we use of meditation, movement, connection, and pleasure, help to dissolve the trauma without trying to lay you on the sofa and okay, what happened to you as a child and oh, this happened. We don't really do that we don't we don't really do that we do a, a bottom up approach instead of a head down approach bottom up means from the body mm. you know bypassing the brain because the brain will blocks and shit the brain's like no i don't want to right. No, i don't want to do that so when you do these practices it's like wait a minute it's like kind of hacking the system i call it a hack to the system i'm in it and stuff and you know viruses you know how viruses work they kind of hack the system they go behind the firewall and they get in there and they start doing their stuff but this is the same way that it does the good stuff. It helps to heal. By the time you realize what happened, you're looking back like, wait, what happened? Oh, I feel better now. Yeah. But I am living more of an orgasmic life, so
2: yeah.
1: I like that, that was good. Yeah. Okay, so do y'all, so I heard you mention chakras. Mm-hmm. So do y'all like, and I'm I'm not fully advanced on that, but do y'all like work on each and every chakra or- yeah, yeah and our chakra system
3: is a little different. We have a okay. Tibetan five element uh, system we use, which is kind of a five chakra system, mm-hmm. but we have a cap on the bottom by our pelvis and a cap right here in our head. Mm-hmm. These are our top two caps, And so what they do is to keep the energy in the body again to heal what's going on in the body. So we have a, you know, our sex chakra. We have a chakra right behind our belly button. We have one in our heart, we have our throat, and we have our one in our head, which is the water element. And all of those are elements. So it's fire element in our pelvis, earth element in our belly right behind our, our navel, space element in our heart, air element in our throat. A lot of people have blockages there expressing what they want to express, you know? And then water element, all of those are antidotes to the five root poisons. And so they start, start to, you know, help to, I call the elements, the wisdom of the elements are amazing because they'll just go in and they just start working and start healing. Because every element has a different attribute you know and so so that's our chakra system there's a seven chakra system which is the hindu and other chakra systems Mm -hmm. um but our system is a little different and we tell people while they're doing this practice to kind of just focus on this chakra system and then see what works for them Mm -hmm. you know what what you really what do you want to continue to practice so thank you Mm -hmm. good question
2: so before we Oh, oh
3: man, seven twenty-five already. Man, time is right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm out there getting so much information; my head's is spinning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm trying to take it all in and remember. Like, but this is something <laughs> that people should hear. So that was perfect. But are there any gems or anything that you want to leave the pe- people with before we? uh
3: mm, man, um, do your work. Be courageous enough to do your work to realize that if you want to be in a healthy relationship to work on yourself work on yourself though is the hardest work you will ever have to do but it's so fucking worth it it is so worth it um because you'll be able to live a life that is orgasmic you'll be able to have so much more peace in your life you'll be able to have more orgasms in your life For men, you better have more stronger, longer lasting erections, you know, for young you'd be able to experience orgasms like you've never had before. And so that's what's waiting for us and being able to just to, again, just walk down the street and experience what it feels like to like, "Ah," just relax, as you know, or exhale, just be able to just be in our bodies and enjoy our bodies, you know, so do your work. It is so worth it. So worth it. And to get a coach, you know, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, a lot of stuff, you know, you can find probably on Amazon and books, but Tantra is something that's taught by transmission. So get a coach. It's not me, go somewhere else and get a coach, get a Tantra coach. It's going to help you to help navigate you through this process, invest in yourself. It's not going to be
1: free, but it's going to be worth it. Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, see, because oh. listen, he about to make me make an appointment because hey, I, okay. <laughs> I, I don't have, do like okay, like I don't have like a quote unquote issue, you know, and right. nothing to anybody. But I feel like the way that you're describing it, it's like for everyday Joe or girl, absolutely. like anybody that just wants to improve themselves absolutely. in that type of manner. So, okay,
3: absolutely, don't wait till you get there. Like right. couples come to us and they literally they call us from the courthouse steps, you know, and it's like. Hey, we need help. It's like, damn, y'all, y'all couldn't call little sooner? Like, we can help. But y'all like, okay, let's see if we can bring you back. So that's the perfect time to do that, man. It's perfect time is when just to enhance. It's not coming from the gutter up. It's coming from a good place to a better place. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And bringing more tools to be able to connect with your partner. So when you connect with with a woman, shit. I mean, they like, damn, I know, you know, like you can, Connect on a level that they've never experienced before. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good point for the people that feel like I'm good. I ain't nothing wrong. Exactly, exactly. Hey, up your game. People shooting in the gym. Steph Curry can shoot, but he still practices shooting, shooting in the freaking gym, right? Yes. So get better with it. Yeah.
2: Man, y'all have me doing flashbacks and stuff because I because <laughs> it's like when he's talking about like uh, the connection and eye mm-hmm. contact. Man, that last encounter uh, some weeks ago, I'm like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: my soul. So, like, when you just look in and just
0: connect like that, it's staring into your soul. Mm. Don't uh, let them fool you, sis. Don't let them fool you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't fall for the okie dokie. <laughs> Don't fall for the banana in the tail. You got to think trip.
0: about it. A lot, of them, a lot of them pay attention to stuff like that and they listen. And the ones who don't necessarily listen to other people, you yeah. do know we have a podcast. And a lot of them, even though they say they don't listen, they be, right. they be listening to I, They do. <laughs> they listen. Yeah, because
2: one, I heard one talk mention something. I'm like, wait, what? Why are you, uh, you listening?
0: <laughs> yeah, one mentioned some foolery that I said, I said, see, I can't even be talking foolishness. <laughs> yeah.
2: That is funny. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. To Thank today. you and being so transparent and open, like with this conversation and our crazy questions.
3: Oh, no problem. <laughs> yeah, welcome to come back. And if you wanna, you know, we come back anytime you want to. My wife awesome. won, we can come on as well. That's we
0: what go. I was gonna ask you. So like, is she um, open to coming on as well? Oh, heck
3: yeah. She was like, why they invite me? I said,
0: I'm yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. you married. Oh my God. <laughs> if married, we would've invited both of y'all on because yeah. I like hearing both sides, especially if it's a okay. couple like right. both, got both sides to kind of yeah. it, you know like what's going on so we definitely we're gonna um, do a, a part two So yeah, yeah we can do
3: a couple talk we can talk more about couple stuff yeah definitely okay. yeah Perfect. she's glad she gladly be on yeah absolutely
2: Oh, that'll be good. Okay. So we'll jot that down for sure and make sure we get that scheduled. Cool. Um and cool. I want to thank Tayomi. Gotta shout her out.
3: Oh yeah, Tayomi.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl, I need a tangent practice Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and we will we gotta uh make sure we invite him too when we get ready to do the uh show. I mean,
0: oh mm-hmm. yes, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we have to invite you in your life yeah oh,
2: okay. planning something um okay. fall, we're hoping so yeah
3: nice keep me posted cool. y'all thank cool so i really much. enjoyed this so much
2: thank you. thank you for the information
3: yeah oh man
2: very helpful stuff <laughs>
3: <laughs> cool, cool okay so
2: i'll be in contact with you um to try to set that up and you guys have an amazing rest of this weekend oh
3: you too enjoy oh, your weekend it's gonna be crazy out here yeah. in atlanta where are y'all from are y'all in atlanta too Where, are y'all, where are y'all yeah i'm atlanta. in atlanta Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace out. All right, bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: Face down, answer. Waiting for me. I'm going to
2: show you a pretty answer that you'll never. Don't be scared, let your head down Give your
0: body all it needs, yeah Just give, give it, it to me, to me baby. baby, yeah And we don't see
1: How we make love on the ship Take this ride to Pluto. Love that you want Make it last all night Cause you
2: know Cause you know It's gonna be a bummer ride Now we're here Take over Show me how bad you wanna Give me that love That I want Gotta keep me craving All night long